0: Welcome to Coffee Talk, an intimate conversation about parenting with the gospel in mind. I'm Jeff Summers, the pastor of Student Families at Perimeter Church, and this is my wife, Cammie. Hi. She is like the mitochondria of the cell, (laughs) the powerhouse of our family here joining me. And this is uh, episode four of our series on teens and technology. And today we're going to be talking a lot about Um, different strategies again for how to navigate the internet.
1: Yeah because as we talked about before we didn't grow up with this technology that we're having to parent our children in and so it is a challenge to know what to do and how to do it and today specifically we're going to be talking about offensive and defensive strategies which remind me of It's football season in Tennessee. No, it's
0: offense and defense again. (laughs) It's not offensive. It's offensive.
1: Okay. What he said. (laughs) Because we've had some strife at our home, just to be honest, because Jeff and I both went to the University of Tennessee, and we've been the University of Tennessee Vols fans forever, but I dropped my first child off at the University of Georgia this fall, and their colors are better, so I'm converting.
0: It's too much. I can't even, (laughs) I can't talk about it. I am kind of in denial.
1: So when we watch football, you always talk about the different strategies for moving the ball and defending the ball.
0: That's right. So what
1: does offense and defense have to do with parenting? Yeah,
0: it's a good analogy to use when we think about parenting and it applies again beyond technology. But uh, so part of it is the defense are things that we're doing with our kids to keep them safe, right? Those are... Uh, who they hang out with, limiting how late they stay out at night, Um, those are things that we're doing to protect them from making bad choices, okay? Those are defensive strategies. But offense is when we are actually training them and training their heart to do the right thing, and to training their heart towards righteousness is actually what I consider an offensive strategy.
1: Okay, so when our kids are little, we do a lot of defense, a lot of protecting, and a lot of instructing, so right. a lot of offense as well. What does that look like differently in the teen years?
0: Yes, I'm glad you asked. So uh, defense only, if we stay in that track, then we're saying, well, if, if this isn't doing harm, I'll let them go. And, and you can start to make really not be training them towards righteousness at all and not realize it. Um, uh, had a, Years ago, a friend of mine had a, a girl come to youth group for the first several months, and um, she was very lived a very sheltered life. And her mom was confronting the youth pastor and saying, now my daughter suddenly, you know, I'm experiencing all this strife at home. What are you doing? I'm not going to let her come anymore because the youth group is a bad influence. And I, I've heard the same kind of thing happen. But my buddy, uh, his name was Ken, he looked at her and said, you know, there's enough sin in your daughter's heart to damn her to hell for all eternity.
1: Oof, that's brutal.
0: Yeah, because that's true, though. That's what the Bible teaches. That's what Scripture says, um, is that we think and can think, oh, if I'm playing good defense, I'm protecting them from things that are out there, that we're missing this idea that really in their heart, inside of them, is where the real danger lies. Um, Mark 7 verse 20 says, what Jesus is talking, and he says, what comes out of a person is what defiles him, for from within, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. All of these things come from within, and that is what defiles a person.
1: Oof. Those are hard words. Because I look at my children, especially when they're little, and I go, oh, they're kind of cute. Like, they they couldn't be sinful, but then they do stuff, and you kind of know that they're sinful. But then when they're teenagers, there's less doubt, isn't there, that they're sinners in need of help, in yeah, so, need of a Savior. So
0: when a temptation comes, whether it's online or in, in person, it just is a revealer, right? It reveals what's in the heart. You see that reflected in James 1, uh, verse 14, where where James says, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire, right? Again, those things are within us, Um, and the temptation just reveals what's there. And so that's why defense can only take you just so far.
1: Wow. So when I'm thinking about how that applies to the Internet and technology, when I'm thinking about how that applies to technology and the Internet in particular, Last week, you talked about Amsterdam, and it really makes me think about it a little bit differently. Like, it's not just about having a good enough protective browser that keeps my child from going bad places. It's more about me addressing maybe the desire to go to those bad places, right?
0: Sure. So how, how can we have, how can we teach our kids good offense, right? To think of these strategies. And these are just areas that you need to be asking questions to say, how, how can I do this? And so areas that, that we need to think about are things like self-control and moderation. Uh, do we control those things or, we, or does our system uh, with our kids teach them to self-moderate? Is that something like, for example, you have to do chores before we're going to you know, earn screen time and then they can use it whenever they like. That's a way they self-moderate instead of us putting the barriers around them.
1: Gosh, self-moderation is such a tricky one. I feel like we've tried every strategy with our four kids and some work. Different strategies to work with different kids
0: well again, eventually though they're going to have no barriers that, that imposed on them, so it's good for them to learn these kinds of things up front
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, other areas are like uh sexual integrity and modesty mm. you know I, I i I constantly remind students uh, the boys in our group to say, "Hey, you might want to avoid Instagram after spring break because the girls all the po- photos that are being posted are not very modest and can kind of lead the guys down a path they don't, they don't want to go.
1: It's, it's so hard because unless you talk to girls about that in a way, you don't want to inspire shame, but you right. also don't want, you want them to understand the struggle that boys have. And sure. that's a hard one to equip kids with. All right. So what else?
0: Self-image and identity, uh, The you know pursuing those likes, looking and seeing uh, all of the perfection that social media can show uh, can reveal what's going on in our child's self image. Things like uh, honesty, trust, and truth. How, how are those values that we are teaching and instilling in our kids? We, we paused the TV just the other day at our house. We were watching a show we love to watch, but some of the humor always comes with one of the main characters who's lying constantly. And mm-hmm. it's funny in the show, but that we had to pause and say, you know what, this is not the kind of behavior Mm-mm. that is acceptable at our house. Truth is a major value in our home and because trust is so important.
1: And it's not in the world. So to, to, we need to talk about those things.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, safety. You know, where, where do they go? Who do they talk to? Um, uh, again, just last year, uh, had a, I gave a talk to some students and, and one of the kids went home and told their mom they were going to stop Playing a game that they were playing or interacting because they were interacting with a stranger who was kind of asking some pretty probing questions uh, that were dangerous.
1: Wow, that's scary.
0: So, again, asking those questions of our kids who are you talking to online? And do you know the people that you're talking to?
1: Okay, so you're kind of giving us some broad strategies for offense. These aren't, we're going to dive in deeper to these strategies in other episodes, right? Like you're going to talk about social media and particularly internet strategies, so we don't have to go through all that right now, but these are just kind of those big picture strategies, and we're supposed to think offense when it comes to these things.
0: Yes. How are we actually training our kids to navigate these waters, and these are areas we need to think deeply about in instructing our children and pursuing their heart concerning these different subjects.
1: Connecting the dots between faith and real life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because these are real-life moral decisions we're making all the time online, and we may not even realize it. Now, when it comes to defense, though, we still have to play defense. You're not going to win the game if you only play offense. Right. So defensive strategies, the main point there is trust and verify. Don't just assume your kids are doing bad things. That can really discourage them. Um, Again, knowing the heart of your child is important.
1: But it's hard to know sometimes.
0: That is true. They
1: can put on a facade.
0: Which is why you verify. (laughs) You trust and verify. You pick up that phone when they're not around, and you look through it. Um, And you build
1: the expectation that you will do that.
0: That's right. We have no expectation of privacy at our house. Uh, The phone belongs to me. It belongs. uh, And and they can look through my phone. I have no expectation of privacy either. And I kind of take that away from them. So that way... uh, we have a way to verify easily. Of course, Apple has that amazing feature. If you have a computer and a, a phone, they might be logged into a computer. You can actually look at their text on a computer while they're talking. That's another way to verify and just do a quick, a quick check.
1: Yeah, and it's not that you're not trusting your child. That's not, I mean, you know, that's the famous thing that a teenager yells at their parent: You don't trust me. And you go, well, I'm, I'm verifying that I should trust you. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point of it, Right.
0: So be sure and come back next week as we continue this series on teens and technology. Next week we'll probably zero in a little more on social media.
1: Yeah, because I think there's a lot to be said there. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can be alerted when new episodes drop. We're trying to do this every week, but we definitely want to involve you. Um, want you to know when new ones drop, and there are resources on the Parent University website uh, at Perimeter Church and on our Facebook page, Perimeter parent university. So make sure you check it out. You can look at www.perimeter.org backslash parent coffee talk. So this wouldn't be parent university without homework. What's the homework this week for their time talking coffee time?
0: So what is your defensive strategy when it comes to protecting your teen from dangers in this world? And even in his or her own heart? What is that? What is your strategy? Mm. What are your offensive strategies when it comes to teaching your kids the right things?
1: Mm. How do just, we... Go ahead. I was just going to say those are those are some... Those take a long time to process and think through.
0: <laughs> how do we respond when our child fails with technology? Do we expect our child to fail? And how can failure help us point them to Jesus?
1: Yeah, because we want we don't want to look at failure necessarily as a bad thing because... Our children's failure does show them that they need a savior, not just eternally, they need a savior in the right now. So and that's it, a good one.
0: It can also give us a great idea where their heart is right. uh, when when they have a failure. And then on a personal level, how do you struggle with technology and what, what does your use of technology reveal about your own heart?
1: Ooh, I yeah, don't want to think about that. Who wrote these
0: questions? <laughs> That's, that's rough. But
1: I do think it's important that we examine our own heart as we're thinking about technology and trying to parent our kids, because so much of what we do is modeling. And we are also modeling our own need for a savior. So I don't think we have to be afraid of that with our, with our teens in particular.
0: Thanks for joining us at Parent You. We get it. Parenting is hard. But God has called you to be a parent at this difficult time, and he will equip you.
1: Amen.